the Trawler Talk, the podcast for trawler nuts and long-range cruising enthusiasts. I'm your host, Andrew Parkinson. Andrew Parkinson here, Editor-in-Chief of Passage Maker Magazine and PassageMaker.com, and you're listening to another episode of Trawler Talk on Passage Maker Radio. If you've spent any amount of time on the internet recently, you've probably found the bottomless mimosa that is YouTube, where boat aficionados can spend literally hours of their lives binge-watching boat videos of pretty much anything. Terrifying storms at sea, workboats taking on rogue waves, hilarious docking clips, and even some educational videos if you look hard enough. And you may even follow some of those YouTube channels featuring regular content from real boaters who are out there living the dream while documenting every aspect of their family's cruising lives as they go. For our cover story in the May-June issue of Passage Maker, we tasked award-winning contributing editor Kim Cavan with investigating what we call the YouTube Live Aboard Revolution, where tech-savvy cruisers are using social media to reach their hundreds of thousands of followers, foregoing their own privacy to educate and inspire the next generation of trawler nuts. Now, here's the cool part. For this assignment, we taped our interviews of three of these families who have become veritable YouTube celebrities to their fans. So why is Passage Maker writing about them, you ask? I'll tell you why. What really grabbed our attention is the tremendous influence these families' videos are having on their audiences. By filming their own liveaboard experiences, these YouTubers are introducing thousands of people to the cruising lifestyle, essentially inspiring the next generation of trawler enthusiasts. And that is a very, very cool thing. So for today's episode, we're going to take you behind the scenes of these trawler YouTubers. We'll find out why they do it, how they do it, and the most important question on my mind, what's in it for them? So let's have some fun. I hope you enjoy. Before we dive in, I want to take a minute to tell you about our sponsor, Highfield Boats. Are you looking for a new dinghy or support boat? Maybe you've just bought a boat and it came with an old, worn out inflatable that you're not sure is going to get you comfortably to shore or that you can trust for gunk holding around the shoreline you definitely need to check out Highfield Boats. They've been in business for just 10 years, and already Highfield is the largest manufacturer of aluminum hull inflatable boats in the world. With more than 50 models to choose from, from 7 to 28 feet in length, Highfield boat models combine durability and lightweight aluminum with exceptional comfort and luxury features so you get the best of both worlds. Highfield boats are built to go anywhere, which is important to any trawler owner who ventures to faraway destinations where there's little to no service and repair facilities. I can tell you from experience, the team at Highfield works closely with their clients and really listens to their feedback to help put them, you, in the perfect boat for your needs. Believe me, you need a dependable dinghy that will get you from point A to point B in comfort. And that's what our friends over at Highfield Boats deliver. So do yourself a favor and check out Highfield Boats at highfieldnorthamerica.com and get yourself a quality dinghy for your next big adventure. That's highfieldnorthamerica.com. And tell them Passage Maker sent you. For Chris and Jolene Knapp, it all started with relatives in Oregon. The couple wanted to keep their family members up to date about life with their three boys in Texas, so they started making videos to share. We actually started filming prior to even shopping for a boat because we had a small little cabin cruiser boat prior to that. And we would stay weekends on different lakes all throughout Texas, where we're from. 
And we would just film those weekends, and we thought, you know, it's great for our family to see that, and it's great memories, so I don't have to print pictures. And so from there, yeah, we started filming more consistently once we started boat shopping. It was a little more consistent. Today, the family is known as the Wandering Naps, which is the name of the YouTube channel Chris and Jolene created. After about two and a half years, the channel has about 8,500 subscribers who watch their live aboard life unfurl aboard a 1987 47-foot marine trader trade winds trawler. Chris and Jolene have posted close to 200 videos so far, as well as built a companion website, Facebook page, and Patreon account where fans can become subscribers for $10 to $50 a month, receiving increasing levels of benefits. Sometimes, fans will send Chris and Jolene gifts from their Amazon wish list. Other times, fans will send cash through PayPal or Venmo to help keep their live aboard lifestyle alive. Our boating budget is very small, I feel like. It's mostly just food and fuel. But it's still not enough to cover us so we can live full-time forever on any of those social media income. It's enough to provide an incentive to continue to going, for sure. And I will be honest, it is my goal in another year that that would cover all of our costs. But right now, we're probably at about a third of covering our costs. And they're far from alone. Wandering Naps is just one among several YouTube channels that have become not just a brand, but a driver in creating a new type of digital-based liveaboard community. There's also Brooke and Braden Palmer, whose 24,000 YouTube subscribers tune in at the Aboard Mermaid Monster channel to watch them live aboard a Nordhaven 55 with their kids. And there's Billy Sweezy and Sierra Growth of the Tula's Endless Summer channel, which has about 142,000 subscribers glued to their adventures living aboard a 1988 Crowther Spindrift catamaran. Each of these YouTube channels offers a real-life window into what it's actually like to become a liveaboard cruiser. The stories these couples are telling are sometimes so compelling they inspire other people to take to the water as well. Yes, a percentage of the viewers are simply living vicariously through these YouTubers, but in other cases, according to The Wandering Naps, the channels are building what crosses over into a real-life cruising community. It's really interesting because we've had boats come by and, um, you know, introduce themselves as we're at Anchorage and, hey, they thank us for certain videos. Uh, thank you for sharing this that helped us in this situation or checking into this island or or whatever. And uh, so that's been kind of neat, meeting the people. And uh, it's funny, though, because they walk up like they know us. And I'm like, I have no idea who you are, but they come up and like because <laughs> they've been following us for months. And, mm -hmm. you know, we're very I think we're very real. And we just here's who we are. We put it out there. And, um, and I think that makes us approachable for whatever reason. People like to come and talk to us and hang out. Braden Palmer of the YouTube channel Aboard Mermaid Monster has had similar experiences including with people who went on to become liveaboard boaters themselves. We've had it more than once, what some people say, which I don't know if it's an insult or if it's a compliment, but they always say, you know what, I was watching his videos and I figured if you guys can do it, I can do it too. <laughs> and then we, we decided to go for it. That's what a lot of people tell us. We they saw the videos before they bought a boat. All three couples say they became liveaboard cruisers first and then YouTubers second. Along the way, they've experienced a constant evolution when it comes to what each of them is willing to put online for the world to see. They don't always agree on what should remain private, and they try to err on the side of offering compelling content without harming their personal relationships, or as Braden Palmer puts it, making themselves look silly. Like in the beginning of it, I'm like, 
I was thinking like, oh, don't show that. If you show that, we're going to look crazy or how, you'd worry about how it made you look or maybe people are going to think like, oh, that was a bonehead move. Why did he do that? But then Braden realized that authenticity was the key to bringing viewers to the YouTube channel. Living aboard a boat is complex and that complexity can make for compelling viewing, including when an owner operator just plain screws something up. As I realized how complex boating is and that just because you do something that wasn't really the smartest move at the time, that's just kind of how boating is. And even the most experienced people kind of fall victim of that now and again. We post, we we are okay with adding a lot more of the mistakes um, than we used to. We feel more confident with that. Jolene of The Wandering Naps says that she's constantly looking out for the feelings of one of her boys who doesn't like to have everything filmed and uploaded for public consumption. She also doesn't show her three boys fighting or film interactions with new people they've only just met. So there's definitely things that I keep private. I don't show my, my three boys fighting. I have three boys. They wrestle and bicker and fight all day long. That's real life, but I don't show it. Not because I want to look perfect, but they've... That's kind of out of respect. Um, and then there's a lot of instances where we meet new boaters and new people, and I don't film those initial interactions and responses because I don't know if they're comfortable on film or not. And so once we get to know other people in the community, then we'll film it. For Brooke Palmer, she's learned that sometimes it's equally important to just put the camera down which probably comes as a surprise for mermaid monster fans to whom it might appear that she just goes about her day filming every minute of it. Have an idea in your head for what you're doing. You know, have a beginning, a middle, an end to your story. Film it and then put your camera away and just kind of enjoy your life. And that's what works for me personally because, yeah, sure, you're going to miss epic video footage of something cool or something gone horribly wrong. But that's okay, you know, as long as, in my opinion, don't always have your camera out and ready because it's obnoxious <laughs> to be around. And you'll burn out. You'll burn out. Like, you have to go through all that footage. Combing through video footage is something all three couples have had to learn to do as they create episodes that sometimes rival reality TV shows in production quality, with scene transitions, overlaid topography, and more. Brooke taught herself how to use Adobe Premiere Pro editing software and added the skill to her existing fundamentals in photography. So I actually had never really edited a video before Bow Life. And I taught myself uh, Premiere Pro and just kind of like wanted to rip my hair out for a few months trying to learn that program. But now it's, it's a breeze and it's amazing. And that skill set is growing. Now she's learning animation so she can overlay things like a cartoon version of her husband, Brayden, that pops in and out of their videos. For the first four years filming Tula's Endless Summer, Sierra Growth shot, edited, and produced everything on her iPhone. Her partner, Billy, had taken a video production class in high school, and those skills, plus a little basic editing software, were just enough to get their channel up and running. On The Wandering Naps, Jolene says she shoots everything on a Samsung smartphone, and she does all the editing simply using free apps available on her phone. I am not at all technologically savvy. I'm the kind of person, if my computer or phone does not work perfect, I just want to throw it away and buy a new one. I don't know how to fix anything. Um, <laughs> but I 
still to this day from day one I have not changed how I film or edit I film everything with my phone I have added in a GoPro and a drone that downloads straight to my phone and then I edit with free apps from my phone and I upload to YouTube from my phone I don't use any bells and whistles at all I promise you if I can do it anybody can do it all three couples say their goal is to tell their personal story in a compelling way. As Chris of The Wandering Naps reveals, they think about episode themes and good video titles that will catch people's attention, and they watch the back-end viewer analytics to help them figure out what people want to see more of or less of in their narratives. It's um, telling the story, because we've learned, it's a YouTube channel, right? And part of our goal is to get clicks, and, and that's how we make some money on it. And... So you have to tell a story. You have to be engaging. You have to have good content. Um, you can't just uh, take a raw footage of, I don't know, some something you did and put it out there. It's got to be fun and it's engaging. It's got to be interesting, engaging. And we've realized that people have a really short attention span. So stuff we used to show like a minute of, we'll show like 10 seconds of now because we got to keep it moving. Otherwise, they get disengaged and they click off and move on to the next video. And yes, all three couples are making money, or at least a little money, doing this. Each YouTube channel has become like the hub of a wheel, with spokes that branch out into blogs, online merchandise sales, and more. For Billy and Sierra, the Tula's Endless Summer brand is now their full-time job. They also earn money by fixing up and selling the boats they live aboard, but as long as they keep their liveaboard lifestyle to anchoring out and catching their own food, their YouTube-inspired brand pays for their cruising expenses. So right now, um, it is our full-time job, so it does cover everything. And a lot of that, like Billy said, it's a mix. It's YouTube, it's Patreon, it's selling T-shirts in our store. Um, we've essentially created this entire brand from our YouTube videos. But yes, it is completely possible. For us, we couldn't spend every night in a marina, but if we're anchoring out, yeah, we can keep going. I think a big part of it, like I said before, is just doing your own work, um, your own boat work. And I think for us too, like people who watch our channel really enjoy those videos, the boat work videos. So it's kind of a, a you know, killing two birds with one stone, doing our own work, saving some money and people enjoy that content as well. Um, like Sierra, we live simply, we stay on a budget. Um, it's definitely, it covers all our expenses. We're able to save up a bit for the future. And I think that's really important too, is just kind of staying conservative with it and saving for the future because anything could happen, we're a little bit at the mercy of, of the social media platforms we're on. So if things change within those platforms, um, it could affect basically our careers. So I think it's important for us to keep that in mind, just keep saving and, and stay conservative with, you know, the income we were making. Chris and Jolene aren't quite there with income from the Wandering Naps brand yet, but they are continually astonished that fans will ask how to send them cash to keep their YouTube channel going. We try not to... And we get some comments from people about, oh, you guys are just looking for money and all that. But we try and let people know, hey, it's available because we've had people reach out to us and say, I'd like to help you in whatever reason. Usually it's when something bad happens. We break something. <laughs> uh, we need to fix something. And, and people reach out and go, hey, I'd like to help with this problem. And one of the ways we, we point them to is the patron because they can just set up a monthly amount and help us along our journey. And it's it's amazing to us that perfect strangers 
Yeah. Will call us up or email us and say, I want to give you money. And it just blows us away. Completely humbling. Yeah. Back aboard Mermaid Monster, Brooke and Braden aren't exactly living off their earnings, though they say the income their channel does generate is enough to cover at least some of the cruising expenses. But more importantly, they're finding value in ways that go well beyond dollars and cents. Even maybe nicer than um, than the money that is, is that when you go into port or you go into a dock or marina, you automatically have instant like credibility. Like even the maybe the marina knows maybe they, they, they you get a little bit of street cred automatically that ends up um, making things a little bit more fun. People feel people are more apt to invite you to do things, not just boating in general, but I think that people already feel like they know you. So it makes it a lot easier to make friends. That ability to make friends easily, all three couples say, is the most rewarding part of what they're doing. Sometimes those friends will become fellow live aboard cruisers. And other times, as Sierra of Tula's Endless Summer notes, they'll remain online forever. But either way, the sense of community is tangible. Some of our best friends, um, Bo and Brandy, Mermaid Monster, who you said you've interviewed before, um, we met them on Instagram, just online. And then some of our other friends that we spent pretty much all of um, COVID in the U.S. Virgin Islands with, Tim and Candy, they um, came up to us and wanted to say hi because they watched our videos and we ended up becoming great friends with them. So it really, it's amazing. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Like you can kind of get a sense of who people are through their, whatever they're posting on, you know, their social media platforms. And and sometimes you do, you, you probably click with certain people and that, like Sierra said, that's a lot of the people who we've met along the, the way, a lot of our best friends are, you know, people who we knew on social media first. <laughs> I think yeah. we have a good variety of people that are looking to retire and are thinking about how they're going to do it and how they're going to make it possible and look Looking forward to it and then I think we also have another group of people that um, they've always wanted to but they'll never get to and they kind of get to experience it through us with us really but then we also do have the people who follow through and they are like we meet a ton of cruisers out there who watch our videos and yeah so the thing with um with people that are actually doing it is it's hard to have internet to sit on youtube and watch your favorite youtuber so a lot of the times they'll start do they'll do it and then they'll kind of fade off because they don't need to watch it they're kind of doing it themselves it's almost as if just as chris and jolene started out they're all making videos to share with family only now their family has become the whole world. Well, guys, that wraps up today's episode. Once again, this episode is brought to you by the largest manufacturer of aluminum hull inflatable boats in the world, Highfield Boats. If you're looking for a new dinghy, tender, or support boat, or just want to upgrade, do you and your guests a favor and check out Highfield Boats. More than 50 miles to choose from, from 7 to 28 feet in length, Highfield Boats are both durable and comfortable, giving you the best of both worlds. And don't just take it from me. Just ask today's guests. Aboard Mermaid Monster and Tula's Endless Summer Crew, they've all trusted Highfield Boats for their family's comfort and safety, and you should too. So do yourself a favor and check out Highfield Boats at highfieldnorthamerica.com and get yourself a quality dinghy for your next big adventure. That's highfieldnorthamerica.com. And tell them Passage Maker sent you. You can listen to the complete interviews with today's guests on our website at passagemaker.com slash realitycheck. I want to thank the crews of Aboard Mermaid Monster, The Wandering Naps, and Tula's Endless Summer for talking to us today. And you can read all about them in Passage Maker Magazine. It's the cover story of our May-June issue, so grab a copy on the newsstand quick 
And if you're not already a subscriber, I invite you to do so. It's really easy. Just go to passagemaker.com slash subscribe. Thanks for listening today. More episodes coming your way soon. And remember, for all your cruising needs, get your daily dose of Trawler Zen at passagemaker.com. For Trawler Talk and Passage Maker Magazine, I'm Andrew Parkinson. 